high atop 1926 Hollywood Boulevard. You're listening to SoFloRadio.com. <laughs> oh no, they're going at it again. Sorry, man. Boy, this is too much. If DJs crash tea, every single place. We too tough to you, I've been cool, chilling in the place of bleaking winning, jump on it, so just don't deny, but it makes this in the house and here's the reason why. That's my man throwing down. Give it to them, give it to them. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Groove of Time. We get our disco groove on to get you going. I am Tony C. As always, I'm joined live in the studio by my main man, IBB, giving me the big shocker. He handles the production, the engineering, and an increasing amount of the chit chat here at the Groove of Time to ensure that our groove is satiny smooth. Of course, every show centers around what? Yeah, an attitude of gratitude. I get to live the dream, and it's because of y'all. So big mucho mahalo to everybody tuning in here in America and around the world on SoFloRadio.com and SoFloTelevision.com. Hope everybody's having a good day out there. How was your week? <laughs> you know what a good week this week? Our man Barry. Absolutely. So much stuff to get to today. It's almost mind-boggling. We got flags coming down, fags rising up. I've got stuff to talk about regarding the First Amendment, the Third Amendment, the Eighth Amendment. Yeah, apparently killing somebody is not in and of itself cruel and unusual. The manner in which you kill them, that's still open to debate. But killing them, as long as you get it over with quick, that's not so bad. And perhaps, I'll tell you something, there was a ruling this week that the Supreme Court came in with that is probably, in my opinion, the one that is going to have the most profound and long-term impact, and it was uh, the Supreme Court ruled against the legislature of Arizona, so uh, hopefully we're going to be able to kiss gerrymandering goodbye. Of course, all of that is really unimportant. What was important this week was the stunning debut by the newest mighty Metropolitan Stephen Matz of the Mets had a debut on Sunday. That was awesome. Seven and two-thirds innings pitched. Five hits, two runs, and oh yeah, he went three for three at the plate with four RBIs. Last time a pitcher made a debut like that at the plate, 1920. So I'm loving our starting rotation. Of course, all of that is going to be surrounded by two hours of the finest, most diverse groove anywhere on the air. I'm going to get my disco groove on, as is evidenced by the song we started off with. I've also got a garage psychopunk set, sure to please any of you 60, you know, mid-60s Lenny K aficionados out there. I'm going to get my progressive rock groove on, obviously, that's going to be a bit of an ode to uh, Chris Squire, who passed away. The only guy to play on every single Yes album. He's the only one of the original band to play on every single album. Of course, also, I've got the drive groove. Gonna get. Uh, I'm going to flex my Bella Fleck this week as we have a little bit of the uh, bluegrass coming from Bella there. I almost did the Ricky Skaggs Doggy Mountain Breakdown. We discussed that earlier. But I, uh, I went with uh, some other stuff that's actually uh, quite good. What else we got? I don't know. All kinds of stuff that's going to be coming up today. There's a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of stuff that's actually important. We're going to get to it in bits and pieces and stuff like that. The stuff that I'm probably not even going to get around to, the TPP, that passed. I like it. You don't. We'll skip that. Um, Let me see. What else happened? There was the papal encyclical that I never got around to last week. We both agree with that. We like the big guy. 
We like him. Not a big fan of religion per se, but this guy's really coming out in support of the things that the church basically claims it's supposed to be in support of. You know, humanity itself. In any event, just past 3 o'clock right now in the only Hollywood that matters anymore. Hollywood, Florida. Just past 9 o'clock on the big island of Hawaii. Just past 8 in Lytham St. Anne's on that blessed plot. And it's just past 10 o'clock in Istanbul where RCG is holding down my Eastern Bloc fort. You know where else it's also 10 o'clock at night? In Greece. They're going down. Down goes Greece! Down goes Greece! They are. They're not long for this place. And we're going to spend three times as much money on this upcoming presidential election as they currently owe the IMF on their next payment. They owe $2 billion. We're going to spend 6 I don't know. I understand that their economy is roughly the size of Delaware or Maryland. Still, can you believe that we could save an entire country and cut out a whole bunch of the electoral bullshit all at the same time? If we chose to do so, what happens abroad matters here, as is evidenced by the fact that the market dropped 350 points yesterday, just on the fear. Just on the fear. So if you don't think what happens abroad matters here, you're out of your mind. I'd be about ready to kick this off. I know I am. Saddle up and stick around. It's the Groovathon on SoFloRadio.com. That's the way I like it. That's the way I want it. That's the way I like it. And that's the way I want it. Dumbass, I go too fast when I shouldn't be moving at all. I know I'm the last and your only chance at having something meaningful. I won't ever retreat into thinking that she loves me. Cause no one does and no one will.
Did I sound like a cop? Hey, wow, man. What happened to your place, man? Look like... Hey, wow, what a mess. Hey, listen, man. The only reason I come over... Can you sell me a couple of leads? Oh, what's the matter, man?
That's how you get your groove swirl on Earth, Wind, and Fire Getaway. That's on, like, I don't know, 15 different Earth, Wind, and Fire albums. Just go out and get any greatest hits albums on that. Before that, Cheech and Chong, the bust from their first album, Big Bamboo. I don't know how many people out there own that album. I did, and I remember... I remember us using the actual big bamboo that came in it, and yeah, we rolled the joint out of that puppy, and it took us a long time to smoke. We only got about halfway through because the resin got so built up. At the end, we only got about halfway through the joint, but it was fun. Kicking off the show, God Lives Underwater, one of my favorite bands. That song is called Tricked. Wow, what a week. Holy mazoli. A few things I wanted to point out. Tommy Chong, actually, one of the uh, things that got me uh, thinking about Cheech and Chong, he just reported that he has now uh, got cancer again. Um, he beat it the first time. If anybody's in a position to uh, take care of the uh, bad effects of chemo, it's him because nobody has access to the kind of instantaneous, world-famous pot in abundant quantities that he does. That is a man who is surrounded by pot. So chemo him all you want. He's going to feel fine and keep his weight on. Um, earlier this week after, uh, you know, there's, there's Supreme Court stuff out the yin-yang. Now, let's forget about gay marriage for the moment. Terrific. We support it. They won. Fabulous. I think right now what we need to do is, is really encourage uh, everybody to turn Alabama into a gay marriage destination. That's what we need. And what we can do is we can take the stars and bars and you take these, the, the Stars part, which is the red X with the white stars in it, but the bars are going to be the rainbow flag. Okay, that's the new flag representing Alabama as a gay wedding destination. I think that would be important. Some of the other interesting things, you know, obviously every talking head in the world decided to show up uh, this week. They all want to talk about how bad the uh, the decision was to uphold uh, the Affordable Care Act. The, the, the stuff I love the most, though, was Rand Paul that very day. It came out, and basically, when when the Affordable Care Act was first uh, signed into uh, law, uh, Nancy Pelosi had that great quote: "You, you know, we're going to have to sign it. Sign, you know, we're going to have to pass it so you guys can find out what's in it." Not a very good way to run a government, you know what I'm saying? But that's what she said. Okay, and now of course, and she got criticized by every Republican guy out there. Of course, now what the Republicans are doing. It's hypocrisy run amok because now what they're all saying is, well, you're going to have to elect me to find out what my alternative is. They're saying the exact same thing. And, you know, if you watch Fox, and I understand there's nausea associated with it, but if you do, they, they'll always ask the question, well, what should be done? And then when the person they're asking it doesn't answer, they just move on. Nobody presses these people. I'm still waiting to hear... A Republican candidate tell me, you know, you want to repeal and replace it? Fine. With what? I That's what I want to know. I've been waiting around for that a long time. There were some other interesting things that came up this week. As I mentioned earlier, there was a uh, decision by the Supreme Court regarding the Eighth Amendment against cruel and unusual punishment. And they s- said that it was okay to use the drugs that are being used now. Well, first things first. I'm not for the death penalty. I think it doesn't have any effect on I think it's not a deterrent to crime. Okay, that's that's what I think. It's not a deterrent to crime. Nobody who commits the crime thinks they're going to get caught. And I don't think that by killing somebody, somebody else who's thinking about committing that crime is going to go, oh, better not do that, because that's never going to happen. And they decided that the act of killing somebody, the state murdering somebody for a crime they've committed is not cruel and unusual. The manner in which we kill them, that has the potential to be cruel and unusual. You know, 
We used to just shoot people in the head. I guess the government feels it's all right to kill somebody as long as we do it quick as a bunny. That's the way it's going to Let's just get it over with quick. We don't want him to suffer. You don't want him to suffer. You're killing him. <laughs> you know, this is a guy who's good. This is a guy who's committed a crime. So if you believe in God, he's going straight to hell. You don't want him to suffer. Keep him alive. Because where he's about to go, according to you, is an eternity of suffering. Why not leave him alive and let him look forward to that? I don't know. It used, the argument used to be that, you know, you could kill somebody and it was cheaper for the state. <laughs> I'm just not sure that that's the way anymore. So that was one of the decisions that came down. Obviously, gay people can get married. Fabulous. Terrific. Whatever. Love wins. Fabulous. I love it. There's still a lot of stuff to overcome on that. Uh, I think, you know, there's the the prejudice and and stuff like that. It's still going to be there. But Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana can ham and haw all they want about not giving out. Like, well, if gays are allowed to get married, then I don't want anybody to get married. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got no problem with that. I'm a bachelor, so you're playing right into my hands right there. (laughs) I had no problem with that, man. Don't get married. Fabulous. You know? Lots of other stuff. I'm going to bring IB in a little bit uh, probably after the next set because we've got some stuff that actually is uh, important. It has to do with gerrymandering. It has to do with whether or not uh, an organization, a school, or a church could be tax-exempt and how they get that. And uh, those things are actually important to all of us, where our money gets spent, how um, districts are apportioned up. So, you know, and I've got a great quote from, yo, Justice Ginsburg, badass. She's the badass, all right? She's Gangsta Ginsburg. That's what she is. That's it. She is. She's the original OG, the original Ginsburg, the original Gangsta Ginsburg. I love her. How is it possible to not like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I mean, she's she's the bee's knees in every in every meaning of the word. So we've got that. I've also got a drive groove coming up with uh, some flying colors in that. So you get your Steve Morse, uh, Mike Portnoy swirl on with that. Later on, we're going to be, I'm going to play the entire uh, album version of Roundabout by Yes. And do you want to know why? Because you really don't get it that much on the radio anymore. There aren't any progressive rock radio stations. Nobody's going to play eight minutes of it. And it's a fucking amazing song. We seem to forget how great these guys are. And I'll tell you, this is a similar situation with uh, with Deep Purple. Now that John Lord, the keyboardist, has passed away. Now that Chris Squire's been... These guys should be in the Hall of Fame. And now people are going to have to, you know, campaign to get them in, you know, posthumously. You should have put him in. All right? He deserved to be in there ahead of time. Shouldn't have to wait for somebody to die. He's that great. All right? Any event, we keep the groove of Don going here. I've got some interesting stuff coming up. We span the globe, baby. I saw this guy, Trombone Shorty, at uh, New York uh, with Bootsy Collins in a double set. And I'll tell you, honestly, the album, which is, uh, this is from Backatown. Um, the album, when I listen to it, doesn't have the energy that you know that I got from the live show. So I can't really speak for going out and purchasing you know or downloading a bunch of his music. But if you ever get a chance to see this guy live, that's a show you want to see. He really puts it all on the line. It's gonna be trombone shorty right now on the Groovadon on SoFlowRadio.com.
giving you more of what for Always worked for me before Now I'm a shepherd dog What's going on behind the green elevator door With just a shabby dog There's a hitman facing A compromising situation With just a shabby dog And a very neat line In character assassination She's just a shabby dog
Elvis Costello from Imperial Bedroom, Shabby Doll. That's one of the most underrated backing bands ever, the attractions. Before that, Trombone Shorty, Hurricane Season from Baca Town. So, I've got pages of notes here, just stuff that I jotted down. You, know, you watch TV, you jot stuff down. The one I like the most is that there is a, uh, there's no credible threat as far as terrorism for, uh, for July 4th. And I was recalling my days back, uh, in the, uh, back up in Harlem, back up you know, in the old neighborhood of 106th in Amsterdam, when July 4th was always a terror threat because that was the per- July 4th, New Year's Eve, and Halloween. The perfect day to shoot somebody in my, my old neighborhood because it's going to know the difference between that and the uh, fireworks. Well, now that I think about it, back then, pretty much every day was a perfect day for these people to shoot somebody. They were out of their minds. Um, the Supreme Court this week handed down a number of decisions. The one that really caught my eye and did not get a lot of uh, yakety-yak from the talking heads was a decision handed down, of course, 5-4 to four, again. And it was uh, against the legislature of the state of Arizona. Basically, what the legislature there did is the the state itself and what they had done is they put together an independent commission in Arizona to draw up congressional districts. And the legislature said, we don't want that. The people that were already voted in said, we like the districts the way they are. And I'm sure you can figure out why they wanted that, because they knew they were safe. And so this went all the way to the Supreme Court and was ruled against them, thank God. And I have the um, the uh, majority opinion, which was written by Ruth Bader Ginsburg, in which she said, the people of Arizona turned to the initiative to curb the practice of gerrymandering and thereby to ensure that members of Congress would have an habitual recollection of their dependence on the people. In so acting, Arizona vot- voters sought to restore the core principle of Republican government, namely that the voters should choose their representatives and not the other way around. And that is what has been happening so much. I know absolutely a brute. That's literally the perfect line. Absolutely 100% right there. There were two things. um, There are two things that really need to take place for um, a government of the people to kind of be restored here. One of them is this, is to get rid of gerrymandering to ensure that people who are in elected office can't manipulate the system in order to ensure that they keep their jobs without actually having to do their jobs. See, the the way you keep your job is to do it really, really well. And what elected officials at both the state and federal level have discovered is that it's a lot easier to fuck around with the system than it is to actually have to make hard decisions that a few of your constituents might not like. You know, basically, elected officials are, for the most part, they're a bunch of freaking pussies. And the other thing, of course, is that we need to get money out of uh, out of our elections. I uh, saw an interesting posting at some point. Um, somebody had pointed out that the, the lunacy of our government at this point is that we have very rich people who give money to other people so that they can become elected. And then when they become elected, they make decisions that favor the rich people so they can get more money from them so they can keep their jobs. <laughs> Will it go round in circles? That's it. I got a Billy Preston thing going on right there. I like the fact that I whipped Billy Preston out, though. That was That's cool. I have a 45 of that, and I have a 45 of Billy Preston's Space Race. So I want that noted for the record, both on the A&M label, as I recall. So that was really important, and nobody's talking about it. And the, it not only applies because this one, because they won this case. 
There is a similar case now that I believe is taking place in uh, California. And um, as a result of this decision by the court, all of these states now, um, we're going to be able, we, the citizens, are going to be able to petition the government to put, you know, uh, groups like this together, independent commissions to draw up the uh, the districts. And if you look at some of the districts, I remember seeing a report on this. It was on 60 Minutes, Dateline, and one of those freaking shows where they had a, a, a district that was like one big area. And then there's a little slice that goes down into another big area. And it goes literally across uh, like the train tracks so that the people who live closest to the train tracks aren't in that district. So the people that are like, you know, half a mile on either side of the train tracks are all in one district. They don't just slice it, slice it there. And it's kind of, this is really the opposite of what the Europeans did in, uh, in the Middle East. You want to know why we have so many problems out there? They're tribal problems. And the reason is, is that colonial countries, Portugal, Spain, France, Britain, they ruled the Middle East, and when they couldn't rule it anymore, they basically just went out and drew squares around the place. Just draw a line here, draw a line there, draw a line here. And that's why we've got a lot of the problems out there, because they they didn't really consider the population. They just took a look at a map and decided what was easiest and, you know, decided to divide stuff up amongst themselves. Well, that's kind of what's gone on now for the last 30, 40 years, increasingly here in the United States. We have people in power who have decided that the citizens they rule over aren't nearly as important. Don't, don't, you know what, let, 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 let us, let the alpha dogs make the decisions. You know, you guys don't know what you're talking about. We know what we're talking about. And we want to draw these lines in because it's important that we stay there so that we can help you. Right? I think that the people in Kansas might have something to say about that. I'm just guessing. Just throwing it out there. I know that gets a smirk. But you know what? If you live in Kansas, you get what you deserve. And... At this point now, soon, we're not going to have anybody to complain to because we are increasingly coming into possession of the power we need. And this is a big, big, big thing. You need to pay attention to this. Gerrymandering has screwed up our country to a great degree. I thought, you know what thought popped into my head increasingly in the last week? The Chinese expression, may you live in interesting times. Yeah, this is an interesting time. And, and I just... Uh, so some some commentary going, you know, well, President Obama now feels like, you know, he's unencumbered. Great. Because he spent the first six years being absolutely, completely encumbered. Okay? I don't know if that's actually a word. Is that really a word? Encumbered is a word, and unencumbered would be the opposite. So, good. You know, let's get some stuff done, and this is a great start. There was there were some decisions. The, uh, the one against the EPA caught my eye. Where Scalia basically said, you know what, we can't have billions of dollars um, in, you know, in in costs. Uh, It's not a fair exchange just to uh, save a few lives. (laughs) Basically, that's what that's literally what he said. That's, you know, that's paraphrasing what he said. Basically, what he said is, you know what, if your health gets in the way of our profits, die, motherfucker. These guys are great. They they want all of these things until they get in the way of them making money. The Supreme Court was fine when it ruled for Citizens United. Okay, that was great. They didn't have a problem with, you know, nine unelected judges making decisions. They didn't have a problem then. Nah, no problem there. Now it comes to actual freedom, real freedom. 
okay, of 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 American citizens. Now they got a problem. You know, if gays getting married, okay, is what's ruining your life, get another life, man. Get another freaking life. Seriously. All right. I and straight up, I think about two guys having sex. I want to vomit. I think about two women having sex, and I want to go stroke one off. I'm your basic average American male, but you know what? I'm not going to stand in the way of two people who love each other. Okay, I'm not standing in the way of that. I really won't. Love really did win in this one. God bless. God bless. You know, I I have this recollection of the uh, um one of the primaries where a gay marine came on, and the guy's built. Like seriously, he's got like six percent body fat. He's got he's got he had a look that if he's you know put his fingers around my head, he'd squash it like a pimple. I mean, a guy was buffed. He's a United States Marine, standing post, making sure that you know we stay safe and that our freedom and liberty, such as it is, remains intact. And he got booed. He got booed. He got booed by all the people there in the audience. And not one of the Republican candidates for president was willing to stand up for this guy. How do you boo a United States Marine? Explain that to me like I'm a five-year-old. Because seriously, unless you're going to use really small words, preferably poly, you know, monosyllabic, I'm not going to get it. As a matter of fact, even if you do explain it to me, I'm going to disagree with you. Because there, there's, no, there, there's no excuse for that. Okay. You may not like the policies that send our troops to places, but you can't not like our troops. I understand there's going to be a few of them out there that do really freaking stupid things. Hey, war is hell. Okay? It's, it's raw and mitigated hell. You want to go into the service? God bless. You want to sleep with other men? Whatever. Other women? Whatever. Transgender? Whatever. I mean, it, I'm 51 years old, so at this point, I'm a bit old to kind of get hip with stuff. So it still freaks me out a little bit, but... I'm not standing in the way of somebody else's happiness. If it doesn't intrude on mine, Gesundheit, yeah, Gesundheit. Please live, be happy. I'd rather see you in a stable relationship anyway. You know what we don't need? Outbreaks of more diseases. Okay, stable relationships promote health. They promote health in any community. Stable relationships promote health. We've got all kinds more stuff. We've uh, we've got First Amendment stuff. We have got. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna swing the other way on something that's gonna freak everybody out. I'm actually gonna come out in support of something that initially is gonna send, make everybody think, um, you know, I'm on acid. But once I explain it, you're going to realize that it's not. It's just a freaking shirt, man. Okay, <laughs> I'm not on acid. We've got a whole bunch more stuff. I got a terrific set here. Uh, I've been wanting to put this one together. It's my power set. It's the Groovadon on SoFloRadio.com. Yet our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight.
Okay, talk to me about the future of Public Enemy. Future of Public Enemy. I was in jail too, man. It's cold-blooded in the jail. Nixon wouldn't have lasted two days. They'd have turned him out. <laughs> right, niggas was waiting on Nixon to come to jail. <laughs> What's happening, Tricky Dick? Ha, <laughs> ha, yeah, I'm gonna see how tricky you are. <laughs> Couldn't you see Nixon right? Let me make this perfectly clear.
I went to jail for income tax evasion, right? You know, I didn't know a motherfucking thing about no taxes. I told the judge, said, Your Honor, I forgot. You know, he said, You remember next year, nigga? <laughs> Start writing on your ass. <laughs> they give niggas time like it's lunch down there. <laughs> you go down there looking for justice, that's what you find. Just us. Gave one nigga 40 years, man. I saw the judge at 40 years straight up. 40 years. Boom. That's right, fella. 40 years. You want some more time, buddy? And the dude had a court-appointed lawyer, right, copping the plea for him. and said, Your Honor, this man is not a heroin dealer per se. He's being manipulated by these people. He was merely trying to get enough monies together to help his dear mom. She had a spinal condition. She needed an operation. And he didn't have the funds to do this, Your Honor. And he was merely trying to raise the money. He tried every odd job he could, and he could not raise the monies. When the officers caught him with the 280 kilos, (laughs) he was trying to purchase a hospital in the Bahamas. Judge said, motion denied. (laughs) Nigga was so fucked up when they led him away. He said, thank you, Your Honor. (laughs) Made me mad, too, Jack. I said, get that motherfucker 40 years. That's cold-blooded. See, motherfucker sentenced me, but he ain't going to get my dignity. Kiss my ass, Jack. (laughs) Step right up to that shit. Say, what it is? (laughs) Huh? Run it down. Judge said, what are you doing the next couple of months, Mr. Pryor? Well, I'll be helping cripple children and anything I can for humanity, sir. <laughs> I had my pants all down by my ankles when he was finishing. Just don't stick it in too far, Your Honor, please. <laughs> you got to be funny in jail or give up the booty. <laughs> Wasn't nobody fucking me, no place. I made niggas laugh all day long. <laughs> keep the, keep their mind off the booty. <laughs> nigga tried to fuck me, you'd have read about it in Jet. <laughs> Been picture of the week. Because <laughs> doctors be done. Mr. Pryor, would you, would you let the dick go now, please? <laughs> We just want to sew it back on the body. Uh, uh.
curriculum I put my fist in them Eurocentric, every last one of them See right through the red, white, and blue disguise Lecture up, punch of the structure of life Dove in our minds and attempted to hold us back We've got to take it back Holes in the spirit, causing tears and fears One-sided stories for years and years and years I'm inferior, who's inferior? Yeah, they need to check the interior of the system Who cares about only one culture and that? So we gotta take the power back a song with some fabulous grunts and rage against the machine take the power back from their first album for that richard pryor just us 
That is from uh, his very first uh, comedy albums called "Was It Something I Said?" Just one of the fa- my, one of my most favorite uh, pictures on the cover. It's got him on a stake with a bunch of people in like dark robes, like monks, wandering around with with flames, and he's got this look on his face, like, "Hey, was it something I said?" Kicking off that set, yeah, Public Enemy, fight the power. Obviously, a lot of stuff to talk about this week, and I'm bringing IB in because you know what. He knows way more about a lot of this stuff than I do. Talk about the Christians. There it is. One of the things that came up this week that really caught my eye uh, as a result of gay marriage being um, upheld. Can, upheld. There you go. Upheld. Okay, because of love is the uh, all of the pushback, and you know you're going to get the pushback from people. But the the one that I saw that caught my eye was religious schools, and it says. Uh, Schools fear gay marriage ruling could end tax exemptions. And having a little bit of a history on this is important. Last week I was talking about um, how uh, the Republican Party during the 1928 campaign, somebody had said from the pulpit that um, when speaking about Al Smith, who was a Roman Catholic, some, some pastor had said, I'd rather see a nigger in the White House. Then, then Hal Smith. Well, as it turns out, uh, that pastor was Bob Jones. Yeah. Right. Right. Of Bob Jones University. Cut to 1982 when um, an argument was made before the Supreme Court, and it was about um, tax-exempt status and stuff that is – and there's a term for this. It was called uh, the fundamental national public policy. The religious schools – are concerned that if they continue to ban gay relationships, the Internal Revenue Service could take away their tax-exempt status as a violation of fundamental national public policy. And this is under the reasoning of the 1983 Supreme Court decision. And, of course, this also, this involved, this was Bob Jones University v. United States of America. And basically, they were arguing that they should be allowed to keep their tax-exempt status, and at the same time, they should be able to not allow interracial Marriages. Sure. Okay. That Now, the Supreme Court justice at the time was Berger. He handed down the decision in 83 saying, you know, no, 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 no. You don't get tax-exempt status. Now, there's a bunch of stuff to talk about here. The tax-exempt part is one part, but the hypocrisy. Sure. By, by the way, that's not how they tell it. <laughs> you Because I used to be in, in I know. That's why I bring there. you in. I need, I need to know how, how they would say it. <clears throat> They, they say, the way they, they tell it is the government came to us and they said that we can't keep the people, their, uh, the races from mixing in our school. They said that, uh, if, that they'll take away our tax-exempt status if we don't allow race mixing. And we said, if we go, do allow it, yeah. We, we said, go ahead and take it. Go <laughs> ahead. Because right. we're not going to go against our beliefs. So we said, go ahead. That's how, that's how they talk. Right. And then, of course, as always in America, yeah. money got in the way and they said, oh, okay. sure. Yo, no, they don't say anything about the fact that they, you know, they fought it and they, you know, pissed and moaned like bitches, like the bigoted bitches they are. Right. Exactly. Their, their claim right now is that they did the right thing. They didn't do the right thing. They were forced to do the right thing yes. because they wanted their tax exempt status. And I'm, sure. I'm not a believer in tax exempt status for religious organizations at all. I think, you know, that's just a, no. a, a scam, sham to get money. So now they're concerned that if they don't allow gay marriage, gay relationships, gay relationships, gay relationships right. that they'll lose their tax-exempt status. I'm going to say something now that's going to freak people out. I don't think Bob Jones University should have to allow 
gay couples. I, I agree with you. Okay. You're, nobody's forcing you to go to Bob Jones University. Are, are we? Are they a publicly funded? Do they no, get my tax dollars? I, well, they're, they're tax exempt, which is to say we're not – I don't believe, and I, I can't say this for sure. Sure, but if, if you wanted to create a tax-exempt school – and call it, you know, the secular school of palm treeism, you know, and, and and call it a charity or something like that. You you could do that, right? But these schools are actually listed as five hundred one c three non not for profit. Well, because well, they're it's a religious, it's an arm of a religious of a religious organization, religious and that's group. fine. I um, this is one of those things where the times the the pro- progress of technology has changed how I feel about things because 30, 40 years ago, if you put a sign up in your restaurant in Podunk, Alabama, okay, and said whites only, it was colloquial at the time. Nobody, you know, the iPhone didn't exist then. You want to try that stuff now? Go ahead. Yeah, go right ahead. Put a sign in your window that says no whites allowed and see how long it takes for you to become the scourge of a planet. See the, I'm guessing an hour. The Bill of Rights is a two-way street. Damn right. You have the right to express your opinion, but we also have the right of association. I have the right to not associate with bigots. There you go. So I don't have to patronize I that. was called and, an intolerant and, and, liberal. And this, is, this is where they get hypocritical, like you were just talking about, is, is you know, they're, they're mixing the two. There's what the government can keep you from doing and what me as a customer, you know, they're crying because people boycott them. They do this bigoted crap, and then people boycott them, and they cry, and they claim persecution. Right, the, not, uh, the cake we're not store. Persecuting you, right. we're just avoiding you because you're an asshole bigot. Right. That's we're, not we're, persecution, right. and that's the whole thing. I think that at this at this point, I think that the most people, okay, the majority of Americans find bigotry and racism and sexism offensive and sure. against it, and they would, if given the choice, would not choose to, um, you know. Go to a business and and uh, avail themselves of a business that promotes bigotry and and uh, and our sure. bigots are racist and stuff like that. And it's the the you know the great example you hear on Fox all the time is about the people that own the bakery that ended up you know that said that they wouldn't make a cake for a gay wedding, and as a result they got right. shut down. They weren't shut they down, weren't by, shut the down by the government. Right. right there, you go. Welcome to the free market, <laughs> you lousy bums. This is the free market. You want free market? Yeah. Welcome to the modern age where anybody and everybody ha- has the ability to literally take a picture of your sign that says, we don't sure. make ca- cakes for fags, right? Right. Okay, post it. And within five minutes, exactly. trust me when I tell you, you're going to have a rainbow coalition out there like you've never seen before. And so for me... I'm I'm kind of, you know, technology has now made it so that I hate these people, but you know what? It's their right. If you have a private business, okay, and you pay your taxes and you do if that's what you want, fine. And as far as it comes to like with cakes and stuff like that, here's the thing that I know. Okay, you have five bakers in a hundred mile radius. Okay, mm-hmm. at least two of them are going to be completely gay owned. There's just no possible way you can't find a gay baker to make your cake. All you have to do is take business away from the people who say they don't want to make it. Fine. I will spend my money and let somebody else profit off of my business. You don't get that business. And I'm going to tell everybody that I chose not to do that. But let's see what happens then. Let's see when the free market economy, how, how they treat you then. These people, you know, they want to scream and yell and ran and rave about how it's taking away their freedoms. It's not. What it's doing is it's shining the brightest of lights on these people and showing them why their version of freedom really isn't quite in line with everybody else's. 
That's Look, all it's doing. Let's start a store called Bigots, you know, with an apostrophe S at the end. And underneath the, the subtext is wasps only, all other scum, you're not welcome. You know, you, you know, and, and, uh, you know, and at the very end of that, Jew too. <laughs> Jew too. Just to make sure. I know. You know, yeah, you think you're white. You're not yeah. white and not white enough. That's okay. I got licking, Lichtensteins. I got gross singers. I got The I'm, P I'm and Wasp up. is for Protestants only. So how, how well do you think they would do? People whine and moan that. Because basically that's what they're doing. They're putting us that sign up that uh, you know we're we're a bigot store. When I'm cake shopping, I <laughs> specifically look for the store that says "Gay couples welcome." <laughs> I, I would like to patronize them because the other, yeah, that's where I want. That was the other them. tagline. I mean, I, I said this before. Anytime you want to know a poli- when when a politician's being a, being a wussy. His response to any tough question is going to be, "That's a states' rights issue." And now, yeah, the a, new a cop out. Yeah, the new. Uh, the new dog whistle for Republicans in the upcoming election is going to be uh, constitutional, uh, con- you know, it, it, it's it's a constitutional amendment. We need to mm-hmm. change this amendment. We need to change yeah. that amendment. They're going to go against the court. They're against the court. You know, they didn't have a, like I said, they didn't have a problem with, you know, Citizens United. That That was when they were nine right. wise souls. Yeah. That was, you know, or at least five oh, of the them. Supreme Court, that's an august body, and you should, uh, yeah. I know, and and I saw Ted Cruz this morning, and you know this is a guy who clerked for um, Rehnquist, I believe. He was, you know, he was named the greatest debater in the country. The thing about somebody like him is he's very convincing when he talks until you actually ask him a question he has to answer. Really, you don't like health care? What would you do as the alternative? What's the alternative to these things? And nobody ever wants to answer that question because. It means that they're going to have to either come up with a solution or be labeled as what they are, which is just out and out hypocrites. The hypocrisy behind the backlash of this. You don't like the uh, the Confederate flag? Hey, man, I don't even give a shit about flags, to be honest with you. I- no, I, yeah. I, I'm not crazy about the whole flag idea. It's jingoism. It's It's separatist. Absolutely. You know, it's this group, that group, and everything. It's, I agree. It's fascist. It's a fascist and, exercise. Right, and, I, and I understand heritage. I understand loyalty. It, you know, you, you want to be part of something. You've got a how about How about be part of the greater group? There you go. Well, that's the whole thing. Can't you do both? Can't well, you do both? Not, not well. In, not in the case of if if your heritage is specifically, uh, you know, flipping your middle finger to America, saying that you don't want to be a part of America. If that's your heritage, then by definition, you can't be both. I know these are the people. These are the people right. out there with like the flag hung upside down. They got like a six year supply. Uh, other of people goods like, in the like immigrants. They they risk their lives, travel far, spend a lot of money in order to be a part of America. They risk their lives and spend a lot of money to not be a part of America. That is their heritage. So so. You can't celebrate that heritage and be a part of America. That's a very good point. I, I've always wondered about you know <laughs> re- Republicans constantly, I don't know, conservatives, but so many of them come to government to undo, not to sure, do, right. but to undo. And you know, as Al Smith, one of my faves, once said, "Government should be constructive, not destructive." Sure. And increasingly, you find people coming and going. That's against my rights. When they give away, when when they provide greater freedom it's as if that's an intrusion on somebody else's liberty it's not okay you know the 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 line that keeps getting used is uh the major religions you know you have the right to religious freedom okay whose religion what religion that's why i joined the miners 
you know, and uh, and I'm sticking with good old Santeria. <laughs> <laughs> we we love Santeria. There's nothing I like more than statues chanting and a lot of chicken blood. Sure, because that's what that's sure. how I get. My you know blood. what is voodoo? But in Cuba, we call it Santeria. God bless, baby. A lot of maracas and I like and, you that. Know, you know, that was I saw. Yeah. Everybody watched President Obama go down and speak um, at the funeral for um, the pastor who was shot in mm-hmm. in South Carolina. And I'll tell you something. You know, you go to a church, you know, one of these uh, Methodist churches, you know, the, the African-American, you know, all that stuff. Those guys give you a show, baby. The guy behind him was like, well, well, I love that stuff. Why do you think they call it soul? Damn Skippy. <laughs> Damn Skippy, man. So I, that's, you know, I, I was thinking of the scene from the Blues Brothers with James Brown. Do you yeah. see the light? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, there's a whole bunch of people that didn't because they went out the following day. There's now, you know, pro Confederate flag rallies. If yes. this is what you feel the need this to is, support, this is the, the horse coughing up blood. This is their death now. All right. Kicking and screaming. They actually did fight a war. To be racist, and, and they lost. They they really need to to go to their place. Supreme Court's yeah. going through their going through their uh, going through their heritage. Like Sherman went through Atlanta. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, sounds like a hot item there. <laughs> I don't know. You know, there were some other uh, first, eighth, and third amendment stuff that came up. The uh, the one about. Um, uh, the environmental stuff that that one just freaked me out, and and this is one where because the costs weren't put in um, to the EPA regulations ahead of time, um, it got struck down because they said you should have told us what the costs are. Here's the irony: this case started, you know, when when a case reaches the Supreme Court, it's been going on for ages now. So the companies, the coal and oil fired oil fire uh, energy plants, have already. Um, reconfigured their plans to come into line with it. This was a proposal to to knock down um, uh, bad you know greenhouse gases and stuff by ninety percent, ninety percent, and it can be done. We have the technology. Once again, this is like oil. This is like guns. What we ha- we have the ability. What we don't have is the will. I love people like you'll never be able to stop crime. Well, sure, I can stop gun crime. Get rid of all the guns. Oh, we can't do that. Okay. We can't do that? Sure we can. You just don't, you and I don't like the manner in which it would be done. None of the above. But we could. No, we, you can't. No. If you passed a law and dedicated all money available right, somebody to would tomorrow, make... no one would comply. Not one own gun is... owner would comply. They would take their guns and resist with them. You would start a civil war. Good that's point. what you would accomplish. Yeah. This okay. is America. Yeah, well, you know, that's, the interesting yeah. thing Good is it's, it's one thing to write a law. It's another thing to, to act. To enforce To it, enforce right. the law. Like yeah. laws have magic powers. It's the law now. See, you see what happened when they made drugs illegal? Everybody stopped. Yeah, you see, right. magically. Well, they poured money into that program. Prohibition's Prohibition the programs <laughs> never, ever work. And if, you, and if you prohibit guns, the same thing will happen as, as with booze or with drugs. You will make the underground merchants rich. And by the way, I'm not a gun runner now, but you make guns illegal, I'm going into that business tomorrow. I know. That, right? that is, yeah. that is, that's a tomorrow. money tree. That is a money right. tree. Right. Yeah. Not, Nothing so the day after. Nothing so needs reforming. Do you watch Boardwalk other... Empire? Oh yeah, they were popping their corks on Prohibition Eve because oh, yeah. they were going to quadruple that, the price of booze. That was one of those great things. You know that before Prohibition came in, 
um, it, there was like a year, a full year. People had a full year to stock <laughs> a up. Binge drinking. No, they were allowed to stock up as much alcohol yeah. as they want because it was the sale of alcohol. Consumption sure. wasn't illegal. Right. So the Yale Club in New York, mm-hmm. okay, they stocked up with enough booze for 14 years. How prophetic was that? Prohibition lasted 13. Yeah, Ivy Leaguers. You don't like the elite Ivy League people? Well, they're smarter than you. Live with the pain, pal. They just are. I love these people on the Midwest. They they complain about the the elitist Ivy League stuff. But if their kid got a scholarship to Harvard, yeah, get out, go, you go, 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 deal with Crimson and Radcliffe, whatever. So I always thought that was. You're right, though. You make something illegal, and somebody else is going to figure out a way to get around it. I mean, take a look at the war on drugs, right? Yeah, there's a war just, on guns. I'll just close the guns. DEA down. Just close it down. Yeah, there's no way. That's just a that's a boondoggle of Gaussian proportions. Um, the other one that uh, let me see what other um, uh, Supreme Court stuff caught my eyes. There's a whole bunch of stuff. I had SCOTUS decisions. There's stuff about Chinese hacking that I wanted to talk about, but I don't have enough information on that. I thought that was was interesting. We should we should set up our own little thing. We should start hacking them. That was kind of my thing. This is one where we actually can go into a war and we can win it. If we want to, we can. I always thought it was interesting when these guys hack into these government agencies and then you hear people going, well, it was really, you know, we hadn't, we hadn't, you know, done all the right stuff to make it secure yet. I'm like, really? You're, you're that, how stupid right. can, yeah, how stupid are you? You realize that that's how they're going to mess up the world now. The w- wars aren't going to be fought on battlefields. They're going to be fought with bits of ones and zeros, man. That's it. It's micro, the microchip war, the, the information war. That's where, Strength comes from now. And it goes back to my original point here, which is we have the most immediate ability to, to transfer information now. And 50 years ago, if you wanted to be a bigot, you could almost keep it to yourself in your community. You but didn't if have you, to. Yeah. But now, <laughs> if you're in business and you want to run a business um, where part of that business model, for whatever reason, your faith, your heritage, your lunacy, or your bad business acumen, okay, says, well, I don't want to serve blacks. I don't want to serve gays. I don't want to serve whomever. Go ahead. Because now you can't stay local. That's not staying local anymore. That information is out there. I have no problem with people being free to do that, as long as they don't have a problem with me being free to, to tell them what I think about it and pick at them and try and have and raise a boycott against them because that is really the free market economy. Welcome to laissez-faire, bitches. <laughs> okay? That's laissez-faire where nobody gets to tell you what to do. Fortunately, you wind up with horrible poverty at the expense of a very small group of people, but... Not if you do it right. Not if you do it. Not if you're one. Of, not an, and of course, Adam not if Smith you're one of those. Adam Smith was anti-monopoly. He was pro-antitrust. Yeah, but he also Adam Smith also said that every profit that should be made should be used towards a reasonable income for the for the bourgeoisie, and that the rest of it, okay, should be put back into the business. Unfortunately, that doesn't work because you can't legislate greed, pal. It's an emotion. Can't be legislated. Can't be done. And while the the system itself, when you draw it up. With an X and Y axis and you study opportunity costs and stuff like that in, in macroeconomics 101, boy, doesn't it look good in the classroom? The rest of us, of course, like I said, I go to bed a dreamer, but I wake up a pragmatist. I, I live in the real world. I live in the real world where when Greece doesn't pay its debts, the stock market here goes down and your 401k loses money. 
That's the world. We live in a big, broad world where information information is instantaneous. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be a racist, if you want to be a bigot, if you want to have a flag, go right ahead. I got no problem with that. I really don't. Um, the Sarah Silverman thing, absolutely right. Yeah. Good, please, I'm begging you. Fly that flag. Wear sure. that belt buckle. I get that know where to spend beater, my money, yeah. Get that wife beater shirt with the flag on it. Sure. And, you know, the South shall rise again. It, don't forget your swastika armband while you're at Absolutely. it. I want to know who the anti-Semites I are, great, too. I saw a great thing. And it like the swastika inside the, you know, all rainbow colors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Somebody, with, the, with the Jewish, but but the stars were Jewish just, stars. And the stars yeah, 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 yeah. There you that go. Was everybody happy now? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I want to offend everybody equally. I'm an equal opportunity offender. I was like, that's perfect, baby. There's the flag. That should be the new flag for the state sure, of Alabama. for the world. For the, for the world. <laughs> That's exactly it. I was told that I was a, uh, an intolerant liberal. And I, you know, and I wrote down, I said, I am. I'm intolerant of bigotry. I'm intolerant of racism. I'm intolerant I, of I, the I, kind I, of I, ignorance that is now willfully running our government. I, w- I wouldn't call you that. An intolerable liberal, maybe, but not, in- <laughs> not in- never intolerant. <laughs> yes, and somehow you managed to put up with me for about nigh, three hours. Nigh intolerable. Nigh intolerable. <laughs> oh, my Lord, in heaven. Hey, you know what? Lots of great music. I have got a garage set that I put together um, with a bunch of tunes. The best version of Shimmy Shimmy Coco Pop. I've got a version of Everybody Needs Somebody to Love that's going to have Howie standing on his head because he's a big lover of the original. Was it Wilson Pickett or Sam and Dave, whoever did the original version of that. I've got an entire set here of stuff that absolutely would make Lenny K proud. I swear to God, he's the guy to put together nuggets. This is great stuff. It's our garage time at the Groove Don on SoFloRadio.com. Shimmy, shimmy, go. 
Someone to tease Someone to please I need you, you, you I need you, you, you I need you, you, you I need you, you, you
There you go. Mongoose by Elephant's Memory. That's a band that got put together. They were uh, in the studio with John Lennon, post-Beatles, during his heavy Greenwich Village, I'm on booze phase. They put that out together. The only song on it really worth listening to is that one, Mongoose. Boy, that Skip Bifferty. Yeah, I know. He's a big big favorite of all the Grooveteers out there. Skip Bifferty on love. Before that, the bad. Everybody needs somebody to love. And kicking off the garage set, Chicago line, shimmy, shimmy, Coco, bop. Love that stuff. Absolutely dynamite stuff. I put together a little set here. You know, I, I went through a bit of an 80s disco thing this week. I couldn't help myself. I couldn't. I, I'd like to believe I could, but I couldn't. And I was thinking about uh, your daughter, IB's daughter, big skater, big skater chick out there. And you're a big skater. And I was remembering the first time I ever saw inline skates, and it was... Uh, Central Park uh, used to go and skate uh, just west of where the band shell uh, is. There was a little area in there, like a path, and that's where all the skater people were. And I was still on regular skates. I used to do ice skating a lot. My friend Mike Press, the first person I ever saw with uh, with inline skates. And um, I bring that up because he just celebrated his 24th wedding anniversary. We've got two daughters. Best looking badgers i ever seen. That's because they both went to Wisconsin. But uh, big uh, big old shout out to uh, I believe it's Mike and Cindy on their 24th anniversary. So congrats guys. You kept it together. Good job with the whole, you know, raising the kids to be decent adults thing. It looks like you did a pretty good job on that. I I, I literally, I went through a whole bunch of stuff. I was, I you know, listened to songs by the Cover Girls and Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam with Full Force and all that stuff. You know what? It was real easy. This was an easy decision. It's a little mini skater set that we that I uh, put together over here. We're going to kick it off with Shannon on the Groovadon on SoFloRadio.com.
Penthouse and Pavement. That's Let Me Go. Before that, 
Shannon give me tonight. Yeah, getting my 80s dance swirl on there. I know that put a huge smile on Ivy's face. We're going to be doing that stuff. I, I'm not going to be able to help myself because I got so much of that stuff laying around that I'm going to have to put together some sets of that later on. Hey, you know what? Got a little time here. It's time for me to take time, take care of the people who take care of me. And yeah, I went over there this week. Finally got it done. I've been talking about it for weeks. Finally went in. Had Dave take a look at the car. Everything's great. Got the fluids done. Oil, all the other stuff. And I learned a few things. First things first, it's not SASE certified. SASE stands for self-addressed stamped envelope. So I've been getting that wrong for the last three months. It's ASAE certified. I'm sitting in there and he goes, dude, there's signs everywhere. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, well, you know, I, when I told you I didn't know anything about cars, I wasn't lying. In any event. Those boys, the boys of Precision Auto Works at Pompano Beach, Florida, 954-247-9362. Dave Tracy, the entire ASAE certified crew. Those guys get it done. I'll tell you one of the great things I love about them is I was asking Dave, I said, you know what, I haven't checked on my um, on my air conditioning. I mean, you want to take a look at that? He goes, oh, it's an enclosed unit. You don't have to worry about it. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. He's like, yeah, absolutely. He's like, when it stops blowing cold, then you bring it in. Short of that, you have nothing to worry about. Okay, fabulous. Showed me where the water lines are. What I like is a mechanic who isn't relying on my car breaking down to put food on his table. And now, in that place right now, 66 vet convertible. Beautiful side pipes, by the way. A 70 Chevelle SS and a 71 Camaro with... but They look like slicks. The back tires look like slicks, you know, for drag racing. If... You know what? Forget about getting your car fixed. Just go over there and look at the cars because they're so damn cool. And he's now got a new guy working in there. This kid's very good. Got somebody in there to just do the classic cars. Obviously, you know what that means. It's time for the drive group of the day. I put together a bunch of stuff. I don't know. I hadn't gotten around to some of these things. You know, I've had them listed and I wanted to play them in weeks past. But I always like to get your RPMs up. Redline you when I can. This next band has got a couple of couple of people in it that absolutely redline specialist steve morse mike portnoy on drums dave larue on bass flying colors for the drive groove of the day on soflowradio.com
run, rock, 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 Peter Piper, one of the great beats ever out there. I define all modern music as before Run DMC and after Run DMC. I kind of do that as well with the Ramones, but Ramones are 78. Yeah, Run DMC, 82. Before that, got my, uh, I was flexing my fleck there, Bella Fleck, doing Whitewater. <coughs> Excuse me, and, and kicking off the drive groove. Flying Colors, Bombs Away. That's from their second release. Flying Colors is kind of the uh, the modern day incarnation of the progressive rock supergroup Steve Morris from Dixie Dregs and Deep Purple. Dave LaRue, also of that, also plays with um, 
Liquid Tension Experiment and uh, the guitar player Petrucci. And, of course, Petrucci also plays in Liquid Tension Experiment with Mike Portnoy on drums. And Mike Portnoy, of course, is on Flying Colors. So there you go. It's progressive rock incestuousness at its finest. I bring that up because this week saw the uh, loss, uh, passing away, of one of the great progressive rock musicians uh, ever. It's Chris Squire, the bass player from Yes, and I was telling I.B. Uh, during the last set, I remember seeing Yes in the round at Madison Square Garden. I went with uh, my friend Adam Cooperstein. I got lucky. His uh, grandfather, I think, was the in-house physician for Madison Square Garden, so we got tickets to all these great shows. And um, that was the, 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 the great lineup in 78. It was uh, Steve Howe, um, John Anderson, uh, Rick Wakeman, Chris Squire, and then uh, Alan White on drums. Alan White completely interchangeable with with uh, Bruford. You know, always wore the Boston Bruins shirt because of Bill Bruford. Um, Chris Squire's bass, the sound that he gets on the bass, and I played uh, the version of uh, Coming to America, uh, the Simon Garfunkel song that Yes did on Yesterday's from years ago. It was on a, uh, a promotional release that uh, Atlantic had put out at the time. And um, if you listen to uh, to a lot of Yes, and I do, I listen to tons of Yes. I, I still have uh, Close to the Edge, the Yes album, in regular rotation. Um, I love even the stuff with Patrick Moraz, uh, Tales from Topographic Ocean, The Layer. Um, you know, there's some, some absolutely fabulous stuff. And these guys really went to places that hadn't been gone before musically. And... Um, you don't hear a lot of yes anymore because there's not a lot of rock music radio stations anymore. I mean, we're, you know, the days when uh, NEW didn't mind playing an eight-minute song have come and gone because NEW, I think, is talk radio now or something. So, you know, who could pay attention? And Big 105 down here, I mean, how many times can I hear Radar Love before I got to turn off the freaking station? Five? Five's the quota? Yeah, well, they've gone way past that, pally pal. I tell you that, and I don't mind hearing... You know, get the lead out at 8 or 9 o'clock. Fine. I'm all over that. But they keep playing different different Zeppelin songs. Jeez, man. Well, we, we need good rock and roll stations again. We really do. People who are willing to, to play, you know, an eight-minute song and talk, or two eight-minute songs, or five-minute songs, or whatever. So, the final song today is Roundabout by Yes. It's from Fragile. A phenomenal record. If you're into progressive rock, you know, and I am. Uh, it, you know, you have to own every Yes album pretty much through 90125, I guess, or whatever that album was. But, you know, certainly up and through Relayer and then uh, Yes songs, their, uh, their live, tri- I believe that was the first triple album I could recall, was their, their, their yes, yes songs and then they had Yes shows. Well, one of them was actually a triple live album, and I, uh, I think that was the first time I'd ever seen that, where you got three albums that, was, that weren't in a box, it was like a fold-out thing. Um... Obviously, this means it's about time to go. We're going to give you extra groove today. You know why? Because in honor of Chris Squire, he deserves all 8 minutes and 27 seconds of the song. As always, it's an attitude of gratitude around here. I live the dream, and the man who helps me do it right over here, I be just making sure that you all know. Come back next week, because you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do the exact same thing again, except I'm going to try and do it just a little bit better. So as always, from the Groove with Don Crew here, it's peace. Aloha. Good night, Mom.
Streaming live from the beautiful city of Hollywood, Florida, USA. This is SoFloRadio.com. 